welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 86 here after a Jets win for the first time that we care about. I've been doing this podcast for almost two freaking years and we have one win that we care about. Did not care about any of the last two last year, but finally a New York Jets win over the Tennessee Titans. We're going to get into it and so much more. Boy, am I excited to be here. We got your reaction. My reaction, talking about Atlanta coming up, Zach Wilson balling out in the second half, and so much more. But before we get started, just wanted to say, do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls without anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Grow from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with promo code JETS20. That is J-E-T-S-20. You can get the weed whacker, which is the nose hair or ear hair trimmer. You got the ball deodorizer. There's so much good stuff in there. It's not an issue. You could go and find something for just about anybody. So check it out, manscaped.com. Promo code Jets20. Man, am I excited to get into this episode. A Jets win that we care about. Also, a little bit of housekeeping. So I was away for a little bit. I went to Houston over the weekend, was able to watch the Jets win in Houston. If you didn't see my post-game video, I shared some clips of just my reaction and just overall what it was like being there and uh, you know watching the game. Uh, so shout out to the Houston Jet fan group. That took me in as one of their own. They were awesome. It was an absolute blast. Would love to go back there and watch another game. Uh, did meet Jake Asman, which was awesome. Uh, he he showed me around uh, ESPN radio down in Houston, which was so sick. Got to see his studio, hang out with him for a little bit. So that was awesome. Shout out to Jake. Thank you for having me. And I also received some mail while I was away. So I wanted to show you what I got because it's from one of my best friends in the entire world. His name is Max. He watches all my videos, so I know he's going to be watching this. He's one of my biggest supporters. I've been friends with him literally since, I don't know, I was five. He used to live around the block from me. We're really, really good friends. Uh, and he got this for me, and I wanted to show you because it, it's not really – there's two jerseys, but I'm not going to wear them. They're a, they're a hang-up kind of a thing. So I got to find a spot. I don't know if it's going to be directly behind me, but – I'm thinking maybe on the side over here and maybe get some different camera angles going in the future, but I want to show you what he got. So the first one is a Colt classic. It has to do uh, with former friend of the show, Adam Gase, and it is fired Gase 21. I don't know if that's going to be backwards or if it's going to come out right on camera here, but I love that. And when I showed him how the Jersey came out, he was worried at first because he's like, that's Frank Gore's old number. And I know that I wouldn't wear a Frank Gore Jersey, but that, that got a good laugh. And then I went with the number 95. No, not Quinn and Williams, but since I'm a 95 baby O'Leary on the back there. So just wanted to shout out and thank my good buddy, Max. Those are going to be going up 
in the studio somewhere and uh, hopefully we find a more permanent place for it. But let's get into today's episode. We got a victory week that we're excited about. Let's effing go. Zach Wilson, man, you, we got to talk about him first. I'm in love with the defense. Yesterday's video was about the defense, but I, I need to talk about my man, Zach Wilson, because it started ugly. There was a pick in the first half. Now, I'm not going to put that on him. I'm going to put it on Corey Davis, literally just falling down. Davis had a brutal first half. I'm not going to lie. I was upset with Corey. I was pissed off. I thought, okay, here's your chance for a revenge game. You come out, you're coming out flat, another drop. What is going on here with Corey Davis? But second half for Corey and Zach. Are you kidding me? So Zach finished 297 passing yards, two touchdowns and a pick. 232 of those yards in the second half. Both touchdowns in the second half. And there were some... Big time, big boy throws from Zach Wilson in his fourth game in the NFL. And that gives you reason to get excited. It really does. If the Jets were to tie or lose this game, sure, we, we would be upset. We would be a little bit bothered by it, but we would still be able to talk about these things. But I'm happy that we get to talk about not only a Jets win, but a great Zach Wilson day. So a couple of, there's really three, at least three. No, I'll say four throws that really impressed me. The two touchdown passes. So first, let's talk about the Jamison Crowder one. The dart, the absolute dart. That was just showing off velocity at that point, which was awesome to see because we know that the arm strength is there. But that's a ball, if he floats at all, is getting picked off. You see the corner closing in on Crowder. He throws an absolute strike in the numbers and blows it right through. That was a big-time throw. The other touchdown throw the absolute bomb where he points to Corey Davis says go deep and launches the ball 60 yards in the air he threw it from the opposite 40 to the end zone that's crazy arm talent and the other one where he's rolling out throwing from what is like the 25 30 to the opposite 30 or 25 that's a big throw and I know Keelan Cole fell down and maybe it could have been a touchdown but that throw should be drifting out of bounds because his whole momentum is taking him right, and he's th launching it just completely down the field. And just that play, I just said, wow, because you don't really see arm talent like that. And the fact that the Jets have this guy, and sure, there are missed throws, like the, the, the interception, whether you want to put that on, on him or, or Davis, whoever, you know, interceptions have been high through the first four games. Uh, he missed a, a throw that he could ice the game. I think it was to Corey Davis uh, right past the six would ice the game. Uh, that's a throw that you would like him to make. But when you see those wow moments, it's hard not to get excited. That's why I'm rocking the jersey today because I got to support the, the boy, Zach Wilson. He played really well. But his best throw was not the one that's getting the most highlight attention, which is the bomb of a touchdown to Corey Davis or, you know, the other play to Keelan Cole on the right side. This is another play to Keelan Cole where he puts the perfect amount of touch and drops it in the bucket on the sideline, 20 plus yards down the field. Zach has been excellent, excellent at getting the ball down the field. I love to see him pushing the ball down the field. And you know what? Going to be a little bit of a rant here for a second, slightly off topic, and then I'm going to loop it back into the Jets here, but just want to talk about some narratives that are being thrown around with rookie quarterbacks. Uh, after the Jets game, I went back, did a video, went out in Houston for a little bit, came back, and I was watching the 
I almost said Houston again. The New England Patriots versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the way that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were talking about Mac Jones, you would have thought that this man invented the check down pass because everything that he was doing was throws underneath. Everything's been underneath stuff. And they're talking about him like he's the greatest thing in the world. Now, Mac hasn't been bad. He had one bad game. And I'm not saying that his play against Tampa Bay has been bad. I just don't see how you could, like, worship the guy, bow at his feet. You're, you're, you're kissing him all over and saying he's the best thing ever. And it's a dink and dunk offense. And then you see the plays that Zach is making. Or Justin Fields had an, an exciting day. Or even, like, in some small moments, Trevor Lawrence. God, what an awful situation he's in. But everyone's talking up Mac Jones, the check down king. And maybe he turns out to be a great quarterback. He could. He very well could be. But has he made anything close to any of the throws that Zach has made this past week? Any of the four throws that we just talked about? Has Mac Jones done anything remotely similar to that? No. It's all, oh, here's a running back in the flat. Oh, here's a check down five yards in front of the line of scrimmage. But. Because with Bill Belichick, it's a bigger story. Both teams are one and three. I don't know. Uh, give me, give me the more exciting player, please. And just a, a, enough of these narratives. You know, you know how much Bill Belichick believes in Mac Jones right now. He rather kicked a fifty-six yard field goal in a goddamn monsoon than give him the ball to go for it on fourth down. That's how much confidence he has in Mac Jones throwing the ball right now. So what does that tell you? But I digress. I'm going to bring this back to the Jets. Sorry to go off topic for a second. It was just something that had me hot under the collar. I want to talk about this defense. Man, is this defense exciting to watch. Greg Ulbrich, Robert Sala, they deserve a round of applause because this D has no business being as competitive as what they've been through the first four weeks of the year. None. When they're starting safeties you never heard of, they picked up Quincy Williams off the street to play a linebacker, and they are playing quality, quality football right now. Their entire secondary is day three guys and undrafted free agents, and they're balling out. Bryce Hall is playing excellent football. I was excited about Bryce Hall. Hell, just last year, I was going to tweet it out. Probably should have. Green Bean, I know you always watch, so I want to give a shout-out to you because I should have tweeted this, but I'm going to say it now on the podcast. I was thinking about how excited myself and Green Bean were when the Jets drafted Bryce Hall where they did. Is that that's great value. This is someone where he thought, you know, he could have been in the second round and the injuries all right, maybe get him in the third round, but he drops to the fifth and the Jets get him there. Now, I was high on the guy. I didn't think he would be this good. And I think even Green Bean would admit that he probably didn't think he would be as good as what he's doing right now cuz he is playing excellent. He is a legitimate number 1 corner. That's not a, that's not a hot take. I I, I truly truly believe that he is a number one corner in this league. That's how good he's playing right now. How about undrafted free agent Bryce Huff? Guys all over the field. It's unbelievable what he is doing, this pass rush. The guy, again, undrafted. And I liked what he did last year. Saw some flashes of potential. Thought, okay, you know, he could be a rotational guy because let's, like, try to have level expectations and not try to push the envelope too much. Another couple of sacks. John Franklin Myers, like, He's at the point you have to pay John Franklin Myers. You can't let him walk. He's too good. Quinn Williams, unbelievable. Did he struggle the first couple of weeks? Yeah. 
because he didn't play at all in the preseason or in training camp, but he's playing at all pro level now again through four games. Has what, three and a half sacks in four games? Doesn't get much better than that. And I know the PFF numbers aren't great for uh, CJ Mosley. I say FPFF because if you watch CJ Mosley play every single snap, he is the true leader of that defense. He is all over the field making plays, number one. And he is calling out to everyone, the guys in behind him, the guys in front of him, where to line up. He's lined up the defense, changing from zone to man, all that stuff. He has been playing excellent. So I'm, I could not be any happier with how this defense has played. Truly, truly impressed by this defensive unit. And, and if it continues this direction, Ulbrich is seriously going to get some head coaching you know, recognition in this next cycle. And everyone was saying that it was going to be LaFleur who's going to be the one and done as the coordinator. No, no, no. You have a much higher chance of it being Ulbrich. And I don't want it to be. I would like him very much so to stay because I think he's done a great job. He turned Atlanta's defense around a little bit last week. We're gonna uh, Last year, rather. We're going to talk about Atlanta here in a second, specifically on the defense. But uh, the, the, I can't say enough good things about this Jets defense. They are truly exciting. And they kept them in this game, too, against the Titans. Like, can we just talk about that for a second? They only allowed nine points in the first half. With the way the offense was playing, they could have easily been down 21-7 at the half. Instead, it was 9-7. You're still in that game. They won the game because, one, Zach Wilson took over in the second half. That 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 was huge. 232 passing yards in the second half is tremendous. But they don't get put in that position if the defense doesn't hold strong in the first half. And sure, you know, maybe you would like them to hold up a little bit better in overtime or in the fourth quarter. But this is a young team who's on the field a ton in the first four weeks because of how bad the offense has been playing out of their mind which brings me to atlanta gotta get me this win against atlanta i i know that this year is not supposed to be about the win loss record i understand that i'm gonna be upset if the jets lose to this team i want atlanta in england going into the bye get me to two and three i will take that this team stinks atlanta has no business being favored by three and a half points on a neutral site field none They've given up the most points in the NFL. And they rank 23rd in yards allowed. They've already allowed 11 passing touchdowns. 11! Zach could have a big week again. Let's just face it. He he carved up a decent defense in the Titans. Like, the, the first three weeks of the year, Carolina, great defense. Sure, Dak carved him up a little bit this past week. Helps when you get a couple of turnovers, too. Um, then you had New England. They obviously played really, really good football against uh, the Jets and against the best, one of the best offensive football in the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they played Denver, who's, a, what, the second overall defense in the league or top five? They're at minimum a top five defense in the league. Atlanta's about as bad as it gets defensively. This could be a huge game for Zach. I, I, my expectations are extremely high. I don't have a number just yet on my projections. I usually do that in the Thursday video. Uh, and I'm still honestly thinking over as I go. But he could very much have a repeat performance of what we saw in the second half. Just over an entire game against Atlanta. That's, who, that's how bad their defense is, number one. And just the, the potential here for the Jets. Offensively, it's not. I mean, it's not much better for Atlanta. You think you know the uh, Kyle Pitts you just drafted, Matt Ryan you have, uh, you traded Julio Jones, but you still have Calvin Ridley. Twenty fifth in points, twenty fourth in yards. I mean, if you can't beat 
one of the worst teams against the, against the pass. And then the their offense is bottom, what, seven? Eight in the NFL? And with how this Jets defense is playing? You have to win this game. I don't think my expectations are too high. What was I saying the last couple weeks on this show? I was surprised, and I was pleasantly surprised. I Look how thrilled I am right now about the Jets winning. I didn't think they were going to win the game. I thought it was a bad matchup. I am very, very happy to be wrong in this instance. Against contrary to popular belief, some people just think that I, I just want to be right about everything. That No, I want the team to be freaking good. That's all I care about. I am excited. You watching this are excited. This is more fun. I would rather the team be good and me be wrong than me be right and they stink. So while I thought the Jets were going to lose and they upset and beat the Titans, I'm happy about that. But this upcoming week against Atlanta, got to get me this game. We've had this one circled for a couple weeks now. I thought this was the game that the Jets would have their chance at the first win. Not this past week, but now... Get to two and three. Go into the bye, and you have two weeks to prepare for a team you saw already in the New England Patriots. Now, that's a really tough ask. Going on the road and playing in New England, I'm going to be flat out honest with you, even with the bye week, with uh, you know the, the, them, the fact that they're sitting at one and three, I know they're not this some powerhouse New England Patriots team. I'm not saying this that they any differently. I don't like the Jets' chances in that game. But when it, like that's this is the perfect time to play them potentially off of two big wins and two big performances from Zach Wilson, getting some confidence going and the buy, if you have any chance of an upset against the Patriots, it would be then. So can we get at least to the point where it's two and three and we're excited about potentially getting to 500, three and three out of the buy against the, uh, let's face it, a not good Patriots team. That would be fun. But first, Take care of business in London. Beat Atlanta. There is no reason to lose to this Atlanta Falcons team. None. I'd be upset. Next week, if I'm talking about a Jets loss against the Falcons, I'll be upset. And hopefully, you'll be, you will be too at this point. So, sorry for the little rants there. Went a little longer on the monologue than usual. But let's get into the voicemails and hear from your reactions as well. First up, Ben in New Jersey. Let's go, Ben. What's up, Matt? It's Ben from Jersey. What's up, bro? We did it. We finally did it. The New York Jets have won a football game. And this is the most exciting game I've watched since the Cowboys game two years ago. Yep. Oh, my God. Roller coaster of game. Absolutely amazing game. Zach Wilson shook off a shaky start. 54-yard bond to Keelan Cole. Leads to a Jameson Carter toe tap. Michael Carter played a great game. And then we stopped the Titans. Then the very next play, Jack Wilson, absolute dime to Corey Davis for six. And then overtime, dropped another beautiful dime to Keelan Cole, who had himself a day. This offense all around just plays really well. We, get, we, didn't, we didn't give up a lot of pressure, which is great. And our defense, man, seven sacks on Tannehill. This defensive line is scary. Quincy Williams had himself an amazing day. Corners were solid. All around great game. You love to see Randy Bullock choke that kick away. <laughs> and I'm ready to go into London. Beat the Let's Falcons, go. 
let's get to two and three and let's get this season back on track. Thank you. That's all I got to say. I'm a happy man right now. And let me know your thoughts on the game. And as always, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Love it. Isn't it fun to talk about winning teams? This is all we wanted, some excitement. Like, yeah, this team's probably not going to finish with a winning record this year. But give me, what, I don't know, five more of these? Hell yeah. Let's do it. To me, the biggest thing, Ben, is the resilience from Zach Wilson. That's got to be the takeaway. Sure, he threw an interception in the first half. Sure, he had, what, like, what, 60 yards passing in the first half? Could have been real ugly. We've seen games like that go off the rails where the quarterback throws two picks, 140 yards, whatever. Balled out. 230 yards and a half is no freaking joke, man. I was impressed. Really was. Max, he's from New Jersey. What do you got, buddy? This is uh, this is Max from Holman, New Jersey. And I'm really impressed by how the Jets played today. I think the Jets played really good. And then this is one of the best Jets games I've ever seen in my life. I've been a fan since 2016. And this Jets game was literally one of the best games I've ever Probably. seen in my life. I think Zach Wilson is a really good quarterback. And I think that Matt Muff- Mike McFleur is finally being better as an offensive coordinator. Better than Adam Gase and Jarrell Loggins ever. I mean, that's I'm true. so impressed by the Jets win, and I hope that the Jets will beat Atlanta next week. Thank you, and go Jets. Yeah, man. I mean, since 2016, you probably count on one hand how many exciting Jet games there, there was. Buffalo on the road week two, 2016. This game. Dallas in 2019. Darnold's first game ever. The Detroit game. That's four. That's four games you can be excited about since 2016. Maybe there's more I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Someone's probably screaming at me. How could you forget? Insert game here. I'm not picking anything from 2017 because they're supposed to be bad. Yeah, that's probably it. Like, I don't know. The the Packers lost in 2018. The Texans lost in 2018. But from games they've won... Since 2016, in the last five years, I could come up with four games that we were excited about. Wow, Jeff fans deserve a lot better. You really put that in perspective for me, Max. Dom, Long Island, what do you got, buddy? Matty Ice, Dom from Long Island here. It feels good to call in after a W. (laughs) Yes, it does. Boy, does it feel good. It was some things that we still got to fix. That last play call. Wilson rolling out in overtime, not a fan. Um, You know, Wilson threw some balls in the dirt, but overall, happy with the win. The defense, I mean, what what more can be said about this defense? I mean, we look tremendous right now. I can only imagine what we would be doing if Carl Lawson was there. Um, I really think that, you know, we played as a team today, as an absolute unit. While, you know, the offense didn't, complement the defense just as much as they could at first. They definitely started to get their shit together as the game went on and man, I just that defensive line must have been listening to CLB before the game because <laughs> they were on some absolute gang you know the rest. There you go. I over the moon right now and can't wait for next week. Let's hope we pull out another one in London and uh, yeah man, things are looking up. Go Jets. I love it. 
Uh, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. I'm going to go or f- I guess focus on one point that you brought up because I I see your side. I don't I don't agree with it, though. Uh, I'm going to give LaFleur some credit on the last play, the, the third down play where they had Zach Wilson roll out. Now, Zach should have threw the ball away if nothing was there, and then you give yourself a shot on fourth and goal from the one. But I don't hate a bootleg on a play like that where everyone thinks, okay, you're going to run up the middle. Didn't hate the call. The execution wasn't there. And look, I've been critical of LaFleur. I'm not like just going to beat the drum and say, you know, he's the Jets OC, so I think everything he does is, is golden. You can't touch it. I don't think that, you know, that's not the case in my book. But in, on that specific play call, I did not hate it. I just think Zach should have threw it away. That's it. Other than that, no gripes. I think he's a little bit better this week. <sighs> got to get a win against Atlanta, man. We got to do it. Uh, thank you to Dom. Let's go to Nick calling from DC. He wants to talk about giving out game balls and an MVP. What up, Matt? Nick from DC. The Jets actually won. Let's go. All right. <laughs> yes. So for this phone call, I just want it's right after the game. I just want to give I want to give a, a game ball to a player on offense, a player on defense, and then just overall MVP, which you know will like I'm kind of separating that out, which I know you know could be one or the other. But anyway, so. Game ball on offense. I mean, have to give it to Zach. He, he sure he wasn't perfect. He definitely missed some throws, but dang, did he show us like what exactly like why we drafted him? I mean, that was just exactly what what we have all been waiting for. So have to give it to Zach on offense. He really stepped it up today. I mean, for a rookie to play like that is just super impressive. On defense, I'm I'm giving my game ball to Quinn and Williams. That guy was a Human, I mean, the whole defensive line was a, just unbelievable. But Quinnen stopped Derrick Henry. He rushed the passer. I mean, he was just getting all over the field. And then for my MVP, I actually am going with C.J. Mosley. And I, Ooh, I think C.J. Okay. Mosley just running that defense makes it so much better. He is that veteran presence that holds together. I mean, this ragtag team of, <laughs> of fifth-round corners and... Um, you know, Quincy Williams, who was waived. I mean, Quincy Williams played great today, but let's, I mean, you know, he ain't Ray Lewis. Like, let's, <laughs> you know, like he played great, but, but hey, that- he's not, <laughs> you know, so it's just, I think CJ Mosley is our MVP and, and really leading that defense. But yeah, just give me your thoughts. I just, oh, God, I can't believe we won. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Thanks, Matt. You do a great job. Bye. Appreciate it, my friend, as always. Thank you for calling in. Um, Hard to argue with any of your choices there. Can I give an honorable mention to John Franklin Myers, though? As either the defensive game ball or, or MVP, because what he is unbelievable. Every time you look, he's making a big play. Every time. The tackle he made on Henry in the backfield was basically one arm. Unbelievable. He is a, a tremendous, tremendous player that the, the Jets cannot afford to lose. Can't. You want to talk about Joe Douglas? Not paying homegrown talent. Well, you could you can talk about in the past, Robbie. I think he admits is a mistake at this point. But the other guys, not premium positions, or not his guys. JFM's his guy. JFM gets after the quarterback. If you don't pay him, then what 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 are we doing? 
Because you could sell me on the Adams, the May, you know, right up, right down the line. Everyone, everyone else. Leonard trading Leonard, fine. Don't pay Leonard Williams. But John Franklin Myers? He gets after the quarterback. I'd pay him. Next up, Will in Dallas talking Quincy Williams. Let's do it. Hey, Matt, this is Will calling from Dallas again. Um, man, what a game. I don't think I've had that much fun watching the Jets in, in a long time where the offense looked competent, the defense was dominant. They won a game against a competent team. I get they didn't have A.J. Brown or Julio Jones, but, it, I mean, they're still a competent team. Um, obviously, Wilson played great, but, man, the defense looked good today. Um, seven sacks. Just imagine this team with Carl Lawson if he yeah. was still healthy. So it's a scary thought. My question is uh, Quincy Williams played great today. Do you think that he is someone who has, like, a legitimate future with this team or – is this just kind of a, a one game, like uh, a one game kind of standout game, and then he kind of he kind of falls back into not being much? Um, just wanted your thoughts on Quincy and the rest of the game, and go Jets. I'm more along the lines of the latter here. Um, nothing, nothing against Quincy. Um, he, he played good. He was really, really good against the Tennessee Titans. I don't want this to be Matt. It's Quincy Williams. No, no, no. But just last week against Denver, he was really bad. And yeah, he hits he hits hard and he caused a fumble on the goal line. I know. He's missed a bunch of tackles and he's not good in coverage. So in this game, yeah. Very, very good. He's had one out of three really good games. The other two, questionable. Prove it to me again. If he starts putting these games together and he's looking more along the lines of what we saw this week, then okay, sure, he's good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I'm not ready to uh, to crown him after this game. Not yet. But I love the performance from Quincy. Joe, Connecticut, he's got some reaction as well. Matt, man, Joe from CT, I, I, I lost the words. <laughs> what, what a game. What a performance. There was no way this team was losing. After last week, we were all ragging on Quincy. Quincy came out with a performance. What a guy. He was like LT out there. Oh, my God, it's the Salah effect. The dude is insane. Everybody was calling for Salah's head last week. They got to they gotta, they gotta take his seat. Calm down. Let this, let this thing work out. Um, You guys made a, a comparison last week. This Jet team could be like the Dolphins team that started off bad and they got the offense clicking and it's hard to click. I feel the same way. You can see that LaFleur was kind of uh, retconning his play calling this week. They only ran the ball like 20-something times, complete different game set, complete different ball game. Wilson was much more protected everywhere. The offensive line did great. Um, just to think, imagine if that thing was out there. Imagine if they used Mims. Imagine if Eli was there. But whatever, you know, it's fine. These things will get sorted out. Whatever. Wilson looked great. I'm so excited. Like, man, this is a team. But uh, the question is, man, uh, if you're picking top five next year, and let's say Stingley and Neal are on the board, so let's say you're picking top top two or three, Stingley and Neal are on the board, or you trade back, what are you doing, Matt? What, what are you doing? Wow. Let me know. Appreciate it if you take the call. Have a good one. Let's go, Jeff, baby. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the energy. 
Um, I'm so happy with the win. I, I really am. I think Jet fans very much so deserve this. I love Stingley. I think he's a great player. The guy that I circled and the one who stands out to me the most is Tyler Lindbaum. Oh, my God. Please. I would love to be in that position. I, I Would it be a reach to take him if you're picking in the top five? Maybe. Then I think my answer would be trade back and take him. Honestly, I, I, I love him. I do. I think he would be a phenomenal center prospect because I am out on Connor McGovern. I am out on Greg Van Roo. But man, if you could if you could get a center, a building block center like that, just help your young quarterback. So, oh, I want to go O line. I do. Maybe it's a poor allocation of resources. I don't care. Build that up. Build that O line. So hopefully that answers your question. But that's the guy who I have circled. Everything I watch on on tape, he's athletic. Man, he would be really good in this offense too. Gets me excited. Jeff, oh, sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. It's Joe from Long Island. He wants to talk about Quincy Williams. Also, popular guy today. Hey, Matt. It's Joe from Long Island. Uh, I would really like to know what you think about Quincy Williams because, in my personal opinion, that dude is a beast. He's a beast. He looked unbelievable. You know, he's a great pickup for Joe uh, for Joe Douglas, considering we got him, what, a couple weeks ago? He looks fantastic. Thanks again, buddy. Love the show. Take care. I hope he continues to play like he did against the Tennessee Titans, but um, can I remind you guys about Harvey Lange? Jet fans loved Harvey Lange. He's played one game in 2021. Um, this might be one of the instances where the Jets or Georgia Jet fans overrate a player. Um, comparatively, and again, hopefully I'm wrong. I hope Quincy Williams is a waiver wire find that turns into a starter for this team. But I would say more than likely he's not a starter at this level. But if he continues to play like he did against Tennessee, sure, yeah, keep running him out there for as long as it works, or as long as till backup gets here. Vinny from Peak Skill, he's got a report card too. What do you got, Vinny? Hey, Matt, it's Vinny from Peak Skill. They're calling you the day after the Jets' impressive win. I want to give my report card for the game. Now, starting off with defense, I'm going to give them B+. Oh. And the B plus is mainly because of the seven sacks. And shutting down Derrick Henry when it mattered. Norm, I would have given them an A-, minus, but too many... They gave up too many big plays on third down. Okay. And some of the stupid penalties. Offense, I'm going to give them a B. I thought as the game progressed, they played a lot better. Like them to clean up a couple of the mistakes. Special teams, I give it um, B plus two. Nothing really outstanding there. For me, coaching, I give it A. I think the coaching staff put together an effective game plan. They limited Derrick Henry when it mattered the most, and they took advantage of an injury-depleted Titans team to find their way to a first win, and this is only going to build confidence. Going as the season progresses, we got an easy game against the Falcons. They're not a good team. We can easily beat them if we play smart. Yep. 
That's all. Go Jets. I think you're a little tough on them with the B plus. I think I'm going A minus. I understand where you're coming from, Vinny. I really do. Um, in a couple of big spots, they let up some big plays, but I, I have no critiques on this defense. None. I think they've gotten way, way, way more production than what they should based on what they have on paper. That's the big one for me. Coaching, gutsy performance from the coaching staff. I'm really happy with with this game, with this win. Jet fans deserve it. Salah deserves it, man. He's a good guy. I'm rooting for him very much so. Huh. Feels good after a win talking with you guys. This is a lot more fun and refreshing. Some positivity in here. This is good. James from New Jersey. He's got reaction too. James, what do you got for me, buddy? Matty O. What's up? It's James from New Jersey, man. How's that win, man? You enjoyed it? Hell yeah, bro. Because uh, <clears throat> I meant to call you last week, and I didn't get a chance to. Oh, good. I saw how PO you were against that awful uh, performance against the Broncos. You scared me a little bit, man. I thought I had to call and tell you to relax and be fine, but I'm glad you tried to win. I'm glad you enjoyed Houston. Are you hanging out with Jake Evans? Anyway, I did. Um, just a reaction, man. Holy crap. I did not expect us to win that game. Um, I'm shocked. There were a couple things that Rob Stiles said after the post game that that game should we should have you know had that game nailed in the coffin from regulation and an overtime. But we won it somehow because Tennessee just got shot in the foot. But there should be no reason Titans should have lost that game. Even someone told me that this was the Titans game to lose. There's no reason you should have lost an over three Jets team. But thank you for the win, Titans. Um, hey, it's good to get the win. Hopefully we can get another game in with the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons is, is any way goes with them. One day they can look like they're going to win the game. Next thing you know, they'll choke. So I think <laughs> that could be a winner for us. But Hope so. see how the Titans, uh, the Titans fall out with us. But anyway, just reacting, man, to the game. Glad we got the Love win. It. happy for Zach. I think we're on the right path. Also, the corner just got just to build from this with the weapons around him for the offense. I think defense is going to be just fine. Hope you're doing well, man. Let's enjoy this win. And let's hope and I'll try to call you next week. Thank you, Matt, and go Jets. Love it. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, I was uh, pretty upset about the, the the loss in week three. I thought they were going to lose, but, I mean, it was just it was an embarrassing effort. But to their credit, they, they played and beat a team that I thought they had no business beating. And sure, there were injuries, but guess what? Every team in the NFL deals with injuries. Oh, the Titans were without their number one and number two receiver. Jets were without one of their starting receivers, Elijah Moore. What about their franchise left tackle? Did Mekhi Becton play? How about their best pass rusher? Did Carl Lawson play? How about their almost Pro Bowl caliber safety? Did he play? You go right down the line. Uh, And talk about the the injury excuse. I don't hear it. I don't want to hear it. About missing your your two top receivers. I don't don't care. Save that. Because I don't want to hear it, man. Especially with this Jets team who's without their freaking left tackle, a franchise left tackle, without one of their starting receivers in Elijah Moore, without their best pass rusher in Carl Lawson, without pretty much every linebacker that they planned on playing this year. I don't want to hear it. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, James. Travis. Oh, boy. I can't wait to hear from Travis. What do you got, buddy? Hey, man. (laughs) Good. Let's go. Travis from my house. Hey, buddy. Love the game. We finally got one. 
better start than Gase. And yeah. oh, geez, we needed we needed some hope, and it feels good. Offensive line played a million times better, only giving up the one sack. And I'm going to rehash a bunch of crap that you already said. Zach looked really good. The one interception, Corey Davis fell. Um, Corey Davis had a great revenge game against him, against his former team. So that was good to see. Uh, defense, I thought played pretty solid. Uh, Tennessee's a good team. I know their starting wideouts were out, but uh, and gave up a ton of yards. To Derek Henry, but Derek freaking Henry. <laughs> Me, you, and the rest of the Jets fans together couldn't stop that guy if we wanted to. <laughs> That's a fact. So, but our linebackers, Quincy Williams and uh, uh, CJ Mosley, 12 and 13 tackles each, and each had a sack and a couple tackles for losses. I thought they stepped up and went beast mode. And, and they had to tackle Derrick Henry the whole game. They were getting pounded by him and still had that many tackles. So you go of that. Secondary, I thought again, played. They've held up all season. I'm, I'm impressed. I don't know how they're doing it. I mean, they don't have any experience and there's no real high draft picks in there. But nope. Robert saw the scheme, man. And Obrick. Cover scheme's working. D line showed up, seven sacks. Man, it's. Uh, and that's a good team. It wasn't like when we yep. beat the Rams and Browns last year out of the middle of nowhere. Two playoff teams, and those were our only two wins. So, anyway, loved it. I'm just – we got some guys back from injuries, but we got 19 people injured right now. And some of them aren't real important, but we got some other ones that are. That's my biggest concern right now, my question to you. I thought our new medical staff was supposed to be fixing this problem that we've had during the gays years and before that even, and we're still seeing a bunch of injuries. I'm not saying we're not the only team. Baltimore's running back. Um, obviously, Tennessee's wide receivers yesterday, but I'm just it's just a concern, man. And I, I want to see this team healthy, and I want to see our young guys out there and doing good. And Crowder, great to see him back. Oh, he got cut off. But, yes, I'm happy to see Crowder back. Give me as many weapons as you can for Zach. Let's make life really easy for our young quarterback. It was weird to beat the Titans. I wasn't expecting it. I know that they were missing guys, but still, it's the NFL. Every team's missing players. Team stepped up. They did. They had a monster second half, and their defense kept them in the first half. I'll say it again. Defense stole the show first half. Second half, Zach picked up the defense. He said, listen, I, I've had you on the field a hell, a hell of a lot. Week one, they're on the field a ton in the first half anyway. Week two, pretty much the entire game they were on the field. Week three, same story. First half, same story. Second half, offense came to play. Good stuff. Love it as always, Travis. Shane, he's calling in from New Jersey. He's got some reaction to what he got, Shane. Mr. Matt O'Leary, how are you doing today? Because I am doing absolutely wonderful. By far, by far the best Monday I have had in probably two to three years. 
what a day. Nothing could bother me today. Absolutely nothing. N- nor should what it. a day after yesterday. I'm just in a great mood. The reason for my call, along with probably even getting many, many today, is about Zach Wilson, how good he played and everything. I want to touch on a few main points of what I loved about him and then kind of your reaction to, uh, you know, my points and what I want to point out. The main being that he had all those throws, the, the, the 50-yard deep balls, but I think the two best throws, and I'll go two to one, two was the one to Corey Davis, just where he kept his composure and dropped an absolute duh. To, uh, no, my God, Jameson Crowder, what am I saying? Drops the ball, uh, Crowder across the middle. What a dot to Crowder. That was a beautiful, keeping his composure. But that third and two where he had no business chucking at 30 yards on the field, absolute rainbow to Keelan Cole. Was the throw of the you, game. It was by far. Than both the 50-yarders and the, uh, Bingo. the fumble to, to Crowder. The fumble pass to Crowder. Uh, that throw had no business in OT third and two doing that. But if it works, it works. I effing love that, man. And then what I wanted to say about him, we stopped running. LaFleur put the ball in his hands. That's why we drafted this kid, and that's yeah. what we want to see. We did not run the ball. Everything was going through Zach. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. That's really all I got to say. Those two throws. Sam Darnold isn't making those throws. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is, but I love Zach. Every game he gets better and better. Last week I said that I think we're going to see the worst with him. Loved it so much. Love that LaFleur put the ball in his hands. Me too. That's what we want to see with our guy. And that's what we didn't see from Darnold these past few years. Loved it, man. What do you have to say about that? Go Jets. Love the show, man. Keep it real. You can probably count... On, yeah, one hand. How many people make the throws that he did? The the rollout one and the point one. Mahomes, Allen, Rogers. That that is big time stuff. All right, don't let anyone tell you that it's not a big deal. It is. It is a big deal. Herbert's another one. Like that that arm strength is just truly, truly, truly popping off the page. And you know what? Sam has been better this year. And I still think that Sam can be a pretty good quarterback in this league. He's not making that throw. Mac Jones, we ranted about early on. Mac Jones is not making that throw. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league not making that throw. And if Zach figures out the easy stuff and then could just do the reactionary, the, the you know, I don't know, the, ba- the schoolyard, I was going to say back school, the, the schoolyard football, backyard football stuff, then you're in good shape. It might take a little bit for him to figure out. He's a rookie. But give me more flashes like this. Hell yeah. I'll take this potential and like top 10, top five quarterback potential over... Like middle of the pack. Because how far can a Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, how far can those guys get you? Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff, like a bunch of like okay quarterbacks. They can maybe, they can get you to playoffs. Like win you a Super Bowl? More than likely, no. So I'm glad the Jets took a big swing because, uh, well, look good this week. Last one, Brandon in Georgia. He wants to talk Elijah Moore and Mims. Yo, what's up, Matt? This is Brandon from Georgia. What's up, dude? Um, just had a couple questions. 
One, starting with Elijah Moore, um, Crowder's back. So I don't know where Elijah Moore is going to get. Well, I don't know if he'll fill in for what Crowder did last week or just play a totally different role. Um, Denzel Mims, I didn't even see him on the field. But we won, so really, who really cares, right? <laughs> um, yeah, go Jets and go Braves. <laughs> Love it. Listen, as a as a Met fan, I can't say go Braves, but uh, I'll, I'll say that I'll I'll be nice I'll be nice here to the the Braves fans and even the Yankees fans. By the time, I'm recording this before the game starts from the the night before, so uh, good luck tonight. As for the the Braves, Freddie Freeman's one of the best hitters I've ever seen. He's tremendous and somehow still underrated, I think, but. Um, as far let's get to Elijah Moore and Denzel Mims. Uh, Moore, I, I, I think, is going to play on the outside. I think if everyone's healthy and everything's good, Crowder's going to play a slot more and Davis will play on the outside. I would love to see more Denzel Mims. The reason, really I didn't, the reason why I didn't really talk about it this week is because that's so far down on the pecking order of issues. If the Jets went up and put up three points, ten points, and Braxton Berrios was getting ten targets a game, and Vincent Smith was getting targets, and Ryan Griffin was getting a bunch of targets, or Tyler Croft was getting a bunch of targets, then sure, we could talk Mims. But would I like to see him more involved in the offense? Yeah, you know, I would, but that's so far down the list of things for me at this moment, which is ironic because I was wearing a shirt yesterday, free Mims. I still have it. I'm still selling it in the store. Free Mims, baby. And I still stand by it, but it's a win. If the, if the Jets win, then that cures all, right? So that's going to do it. Hopefully next week we're talking about another win. That would be awesome. That's going to do it for me. I am Matt O'Leary. Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe wherever you get the show. I'll talk to you next time.